Hey, it's Frank. Just a quick heads up before we start the episode. This will be the last episode of Batch Talk with the Broskies on the Super Nane Easy feed. All of the new episodes of Batch Talk with the Broskies will be on its own feed. So if you just look up Batch Talk with the Broskies wherever you listen to your podcast, you should be able to find it. Uh, if not, just let me know. We're currently trying to distribute it to the same platforms that you can get Super Nane Easy. If you are a super fan, though, there are new episodes of Super Nane Easy coming out pretty soon. Jimmo and I have worked on two new episodes so they should be coming to you pretty quickly and then hopefully we'll be getting some more episodes out to you more consistently uh throughout the rest of the summer through the fall and you know the rest of the seasons but without further ado here's episode three of batch talk with the broskies batch talk with the broskies episode three wow 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 one i can't believe we've made it to episode three and two the drama and the guy to help us just decompress and just kind of translate what happened this week pat is back with us thank you pat thanks for having me once again it's always a pleasure to be here always happy to be here to help you out frank i appreciate it you're the man well, Pat, I just, I need you here to just translate what has been happening because it was such a crazy week. So much happened today. I, it's hard for me to comprehend every little thing that happened. I mean, I never thought any of this would happen, let alone two uh, bachelorettes and the drama that went on today or this past episode. <laughs> Yeah, it's, <laughs> it was it was crazy. I thought, oh, maybe not the you know, maybe we've settled down. Not as mm-hmm. much hectic drama as we kind of got in these first two episodes. Mm-hmm. And really, it was just an upward climb. It was like the um, the yodeling guy from The Price is Right. We were just going up that hill that whole <laughs> that whole episode. We didn't even fall off, you know. No. That was the best part. <laughs> no, that was the best part, Frank. I tell you, I thought we would fall off at one point, but we stayed on up and we kept on going higher and higher and higher. It was, <laughs> it was insane. I think we just really need to get into uh, the episode. Um, Let's do it. So, it really there was. What happens with the show, as we all know, is they kind of they kind of ease us in like a warm bath. Like, oh, mm-hmm. oh this was crazy. Last night was because they, they pick up like with the following morning. And, um, you know, the guys are all like they were really in the cheering mode this episode mm-hmm. for each other um, at the beginning, I felt like. And so uh, our guy, Jesse, comes in. We get the date card. It's Zach, mm-hmm. the team executive. Yeah. So, we didn't really get a lot of Zach time in these first two episodes. We got our fill of Zach time. The Zach attack was on full <laughs> was on full display. Would you agree? We got a lot of. I, I completely agree. It was it was a lot. Um, should we should we jump into the state? I mean, the one on one that we had, or should we just go right in? Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so it all started off with um, Zach and Rachel meeting up, and um, Karamo from Queer Eye 
um, ended up um, coming in and helping them dress. And um, I guess he's a relationship expert and an author, and he also worked for Queer Eye. Is that right? That's that's what I got from the research. I wasn't yeah. sure who he was, but yeah, that's yeah. what I saw. And so he was basically taking pictures of them, you know, setting the stage for their next part of their um, their date, I should say. And they dressed up. They got um, all fancies. Zach was in a suit. Rachel was in a yellow sequency dress. She looked amazing, by the way. Not a lot. She was great. And they went to a premiere um, movie. Um, it was called Me and You. And they walked out on the red carpet and found out this movie was all about their life, their previous, <laughs> their life as kids and growing up so they could get to know each other a little bit. I thought that was kind of cute. What do you think about that? It was adorable. And yeah. especially the thing that I think made Zach a contender was his mom. His mom on the movie saying, Zach, yeah. we miss you. Find yeah. your wife, buddy. It yeah. was, I think that he just got himself absolutely to hometowns based off just, you know, how great he is with his, um, or such a great connection, like with his family and, um, you know, the Rachel, Rachel's message from her mom and them just seeing each other's childhood videos. It. I'll tell you what, I feel like they're. Um, his family is a little bit wholesome, like just, you know, down to earth and something that Rachel would really like, in my opinion. So I think they would actually be, like you said, they'd go to the hometowns. I think that that pushed him through. And do you know what uh, what the video of Zach's mom uh, did to my heart? What did it do? It, uh, it sent it through a wood chipper, Pat. <laughs> Sent it through a wood chipper. Yeah, hopefully you can hear this wood chipper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah it, I mean, just I was just torn. I, I was an emotional puddle, and yeah. I really didn't know how I was going to be built back up. Um, yeah. This Matt White guy performed on the piano. Mm -hmm. um, Zach showed emotion. I had a ten out of ten performance, and the other thing to note. Zach's dad was an aspiring pilot and yeah. they'd sit in the parking lot and they'd he'd name all the planes and guess who did that with their dad Rachel? Come Rachel on. Rachel I swear that was <laughs> that brought a tear to my eye when I heard that I was like you gotta be kidding me this is a, a dream made in heaven right here a match made in heaven so I I really think this date went really well, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. He, um, at the end, uh, I'll say who won the week. Uh, let's just mm -hmm. say, spoiler alert, Zach, Zach won the week. <laughs> like, Zach as, is absolutely my number mm -hmm. one contender in this show. It was in him and Tino and Avon are, I mean, just fighting for the top three. Yeah, definitely. Couldn't so, agree with you more, Frank. So that uh, that sent us to uh, our other bachelorette, um, Gabby. Now, mm -hmm. uh, as we saw during the date, uh, Gabby went to the house 
uh, to speak with the guys and uh, just, you know, wonders what they're doing. Well, the guys are being bros. They're playing football. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She didn't think they were giving their full heart. Mm-hmm. Um, she was sobbing during the interview mm-hmm. and she was saying, you know, takes the right person to know how to love me. And we right. we were just kind of like, Gabby, like you're you're great like just just relax like don't don't (laughs) this is they're just being i don't know just being guys like they're all here for you um as we'll learn she brought some emotion she brought some emotion to that part of it and um i feel like she she wants to put in so much effort but then she also wants the guys to put in effort but you know, I don't know if that was the right time to put in effort because I feel like, you know, they were just having fun. They were just doing what they wanted to do. You know, that probably wasn't the time to put in effort, you know? <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it was tough. I it was mean, kind no, of a weird situation. Let's put it that way. Right. None of the guys really, like, especially Nate, who mm-hmm. has kind of seemed like Nate's kind of like asserted himself as like the number one contender for Gabby and is like mm-hmm. really making an effort here. Right. Um, nobody really, you know, at least the way that was framed seemed to have made an effort, but again, mm-hmm. it could have just been the editing. Um, True. so she has the date with Eric. That was, a, I'll tell you one thing that was, a. I, I really like this date between these two because it wasn't just about them. It was about bringing in the third wheeler, Grandpa John. <sighs> Grandpa John, America's grandpa. <laughs> that was classic. I, I thought that was actually a good move. It kind of brought um, him down to earth um, as far as just, you know, meeting part of her family. And so I just thought that that was a good move. Um what happened at the uh blah 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 sorry <laughs> cut that out yeah <laughs> um so um part of the date they brought grandpa john with them and they ended up doing a sound ceremony and uh an energy cleaning what did you think about that freak well pat i uh i really liked it um you know, what I kind of want to do now is just say my intentions. Um, I just, um, up, I can smell the sage going. Um, I just, I, I just want to say that I hope we have a good podcast, um, Mm -hmm. good rest of the season. Um, and I, I just really think that I, I'm getting this bath from the, the sound and I'm really I'm energized for the rest of this pod what about you oh, I'm sorry Frank I fell asleep Pat, so Pat you can re-enter you can re- you can re-enter <laughs> sorry what um, can I say I mean Grandpa Joe was just <laughs> confused he tried his best he tried he his did. best he totally did I mean he was funny he was cla- I mean he made me laugh a little bit. Um, also, during the ceremony, he fell asleep and just kind of took a nap and woke up at the end of the ceremony and was refreshed and ready to go for the second part of the date. And so they go bowling, right? And there was a total setup with this just happens to pull Julie, the grandma, 
<laughs> which and uh, oh i'm grandpa joe oh i'm grandma julie and so then they have like uh you know uh for all we know julie's married to yeah. like happily married but uh, so they bowl against each other um and it was a really great date to be yeah. honest i agree 100 percent. i mean it, it all fell together you know like the whole thing i feel like um i feel like Eric was opening up a little bit, kind of having fun with the bowling. He actually bowled between his legs, threw the ball, and got a strike. Did you see that, Frank? That was no, I amazing. missed that. I missed that. That was pretty amazing. Yeah, and yeah, it seemed like that went actually pretty well. Um, sorry, go ahead, Frank. Oh, well, all I was just going to say was, so then they have like – you know their actual like date date like where they're sitting at the table together and you know they're talking whatever and um gabby talks about like her mom right and how um she like have a great relationship and she like she runs off and yeah. i'm like Please don't be Jordan V 2.0. Like we can't. Right. We can't that's do a, this that's again. the first thing that I thought about. Frank was Jordan V. Is she gonna leave, and then not give him the rose, or is she gonna come back and kind of tell her side of the story and you know continue with the date? What was gonna happen? And so the producer is like, "Is it something he said?" And she's like, "No, like really, like no, it's." I and she just kind of she was really like you know I felt bad for her because it didn't seem like she was having a great week no. and um she was feeling confident and um yeah luckily she recovered Eric did a good job um and really I thought that from head to toe um I mean from top to bottom they had a really I would give that Eric's performance probably like a 9.5 out of 10. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, definitely. I I would say it was probably a 9. It was really good, I thought. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it went as spectacular. I don't know where I would deduct points from it, but mm -hmm. it like Zach and Rachel, everything went. It just every domino fell perfectly. Yeah, definitely. No, I agree. Um, I think you were right. She was having some sort of emotional day, emotional week. It was kind of tough on her, but she recovers pretty well. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. Oh, very well. <laughs> so then we went on to the group date. That was kind of a crazy thing too, wasn't it? The nineteen on two biggest what biggest group date in the hat in the history of the Bachelorette. Yeah, nuts. I mean, it was crazy because all the guys came out, and um, both girls were like, "Get dressed," and they all got dressed up. Um, some were in like Daisy Dukes, like. <laughs> Uh, were in like um uh kirk was actually looked like he got hit by a mac truck that's right um, meatball that's right. was the hairiest baby of all time um 
Ethan was a little like like a little kid. Um, Jacob only had a leaf, and so he was like Adam um, in the Adam and Eve saga back in the Bible. Um, so there was a lot of different like types of um, dressing up going on here, which was kind of interesting, which brings us into the date a little bit more. Yeah, and just one thing to note about it, um, the pro- the producers or editors, uh, they had a field day with these descriptions uh, of the guys when they were going through with the costumes. Um, yeah. uh, there's Spencer hoping to join the Mile High Club, uh, Avon <laughs> wishing he got that epidural, um, yeah. Jacob praying that there's not a strong breeze. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, and crazy. Jacob was Adam and Eve. It did the Adam and Eve thing, I believe you said. Mm-hmm. Um, that was <laughs> that was rough to watch. Um, I mean, all he had was like, like a leaf. He just had a leaf on. That's it. it. Yeah. Jacob has gone full send when it comes to just bearing all this season. I think, I think Gabby said... Um, she saw his junk like four or five times throughout that whole day, <laughs> at least. <laughs> it was a lot. At least. So, yeah, the date. Um, what? Um, at SoFi Stadium, or do you want to? They did do the the Bachelor, or they they proposed. They all did like a proposal mm-hmm. as the Bachelor. Yeah. Um, did, was there really anything of note from that, um, from the um, them going down on one knee? Not really. Um, I think it just sets the stage for when they actually propose or whoever actually gets to propose, if that actually happens. I'm sure they can use that as footage later on. I thought, yeah, the one thing person that I thought did really well was Nate. Uh, Nate, obviously, um, has just been having a really good two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, they went to SoFi Stadium for the group dates, um, and uh, they had one-on-ones. And uh, the first one was Rachel and Avon, and boy, did Avon have a good performance on this date. Sure did. I mean, let me tell you, Rachel picked up the ball, threw it to Avon. It was probably like a good 15, 15 yard throw, something like that. Was that about right? Maybe yeah, yards? yeah, I would say that. Yeah, he caught it. They ran into the end zone and laid down and started making out. I'm. Where did Rachel not make out with a guy like on that field? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, go get it. I, I just. I crazy. think she made out with everyone. Did she make out with everyone? I probably. I'm sure we missed things. I mean, I it was insane. It was. I mean, good for her, but. Um, the one thing that was happening was we had a run of guys tell her, I'm here for you. I'm not here for Gabby. Rachel, I'm here for you. Yeah. Here's where it gets interesting. I mean, this is, this is the most crazy thing ever. Once we get to the rose ceremony, that's where like everything goes down. It, it, it's crazy. I mean, it seemed like everybody everybody wanted um rachel right so we'll see we'll see what happens i mean we'll we'll get to it in a shortly very shortly 
the guys talk to uh, Gabby as well, and um, it wasn't the best performance of from the guys in terms of talking to Gabby. Um, and just to kind of put it um, all into like one, uh, a really good tweet from at Reality Chick on uh, Twitter. Tyler, respectful, honest, heads up that he's here for Rachel. Hayden mm-hmm. says to uh, says to Gabby, "You're a little rough around the edges." And Jacob, who Jacob, who did not have a good performance this week, no. even if you were the only one here, I wouldn't want you. Oh God, I wouldn't say that to any girl ever in my life. I would have been slapped right away. I mean. <sighs> She should have made an executive decision just to say, hey, uh, hey, Rachel, just a heads up. This guy stinks. Um, <laughs> I, like, That's don't... where these girls need to start talking together and talk about what's going on so that they don't make that mistake of picking a guy that's like completely out of line. Right. And like, again, it's all like the TV, like personality. I'm sure that he's like, I don't know, probably a great member of his community outside of the show. But they, you could tell like there just wasn't any, he didn't really seem to have a connection with like either of them. And I would have just after then said, hey, you know, do you have a connection with him or do you mind if I, you know, send him packing? Um, right. And so with Hayden, I thought Hayden was, you know, on thin ice here with kind of, I thought Hayden was respectful with the, um, what he said besides the, you know, you're a little rough around the edges, you know, I'm into Rachel comment. So, yeah, I guess we didn't really, she didn't give out a rose. Uh, Gabby didn't give out a rose to anybody from the group date. She did not. And that's right. Rachel's face. I mean, that's I'm sure a gif on Bachelor Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Rachel's face was shocked because she gave out a rose to Avon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would have just thought. See, here's the thing. She doesn't want to like make it seem like Nate's the guy you guys are competing like in second basically but she could have just given the rose to nate like because nate's solid pick Mm -hmm. yeah definitely i agree i mean he should have just done it and then gotten through it and then gone to the rose ceremony and would be good to go but she didn't that brings us to the rose ceremony i was gonna say do you have anything else to note from this date i don't Honestly, I don't. Um, I think we should get to the rose ceremony. Okay. I mean, a rose ceremony of all rose ceremonies. And before, right before uh, Jesse delivers the news to the guys, uh, Meatball said he was looking for more time with both both girls. You know, we are Meatball podcast. Um, we will get we will get to Meatball in just a couple minutes. But Jesse. <laughs> Jesse strolls in like a stern principal. He's like, hey guys, no cocktail party. Uh, we're going directly to the rose ceremony. Um, you know, this journey of like all of us together, happy families over. Because like Rachel and Gabby are like, you know, we can't really do this anymore. Gabby was had a rough time at the, um, at the uh, 
19 on 2 date or whatever it was called. So they go to the rose ceremony. And do you think that they did like a draft? Like where they just sat in a room and said, all right, I get the first pick. I bet you. Uh, You know, coming into this rose ceremony, just just a thought before we get into this. I totally thought Rachel had a lockdown on this Hmm. just because she was so upbeat and excited for this and obviously gabby was a little bit upset throughout this whole like couple of days where she felt that she was almost inadequate you know not getting the guys to actually like her you know she was just upset but this is where things turn around things become a little bit crazy here and i was amazed i I was in awe once I saw this rose ceremony. I didn't even know how to even react to what happened. And I, after I watched this, Pat and I like had to talk. Like we had to, we had to talk it out because this is this is what the show does to me. Is literally last last week, like the whole Jordan V situation in the private concert, like that song that they played at the private concert. I literally listened to, I'm sure, at least 25 times that week. Like, I just couldn't, it just, it just, in fact, I can't describe it. This show, just the hold on my emotions that this show has. And at this rose ceremony, it's just going to control my entire week. Like, I'm just, I'm going to process it. it it's insane. It kind of reminds me of that Weezer song. Um, what Weezer song is that? It's kind of emotional. Um, uh, is it a little bit of love? Or Yeah, that's exactly it, Frank. Yeah, God. I heard that song a couple times. <laughs> Brought a tear to my eye a couple times, you know? Every uh, time I hear it, it makes me cry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that is... <laughs> That is a very niche joke for a very niche audience. <laughs> so you know who you are. You know who you are. If you listen to this and say something the next time we talk to you, <laughs> let us know you listen to this podcast. Okay. So we had the two winner circles. Uh, Avon and Zach already got a rose. Eric was the lone uh, guy in Gabby's uh, winner circle. And so right. we get to the rose ceremony, and Pat, I'm sure your notebook is just loaded with notes here. Wow. Okay. So it starts off with Rachel. Um, she pulls Tino right from the list, first one. And what happens is they'll call a guy up, and she'll give him the rose, and the guy will say, yes, I'll take the rose, or no, I won't take the rose. And if they don't take the rose, that rose vanishes and they can't reuse that rose. So Rachel was the first pick. Rachel picked Tino. Tino said yes. Not a shock. What a shock. And then Gabby goes next and they alternate. Nate, she picks Nate. Nate says yes. 
And then Rachel goes with uh, Logan. Logan says yes. Can I just note on Logan? I'm shocked because I thought maybe Logan was in the Rachel camp. And I, again, we'll get to this. These guys denying roses. I just thought that Gabby would have wanted Logan. But maybe that's why Logan was Gabby or was Rachel's number two guy number two rose was because they both kind of wanted him and um so yeah i just i was a little surprised i didn't know where logan was gonna fall yeah so basically what's going on now is they're basically separating into two different people or two different bachelorettes and if they say yes they're with the rachel group and if rachel picks it picks them and they say yes they're part of rachel's group and if gabby picks the person and they say yes, they're part of Gabby's group. Does that make sense? Yeah, in total sense. Thank you. Okay. I wasn't sure if I actually make sense, but okay. Yeah. The next one, pick number four was uh Johnny. Is that right? Yeah. Johnny. And he said yes. Fifth was Termaine. This was interesting because Termaine was the first person to say no. And he said he was on Gabby's team. And so basically what happens there is that Rose goes away and Termaine goes back into the group to try to get Gabby's vote. So this is crazy. This is just insane. Um, I thought for sure Rachel was going to get every single vote for yes, but that's not the case at all. Shocking. Shocking. I know. Then we go into Spencer, number six. Gabby picks Spencer. Spencer says yes. Then we go into pick number seven, Alec. <laughs> and Alec says no. He doesn't think he's the one for Rachel and wants to be part of Gabby's crew. How crazy is that? So that's number two. That's the second rose that goes away for Rachel. Unheard of. That's unheard of, man. Unheard of. That's insane. (laughs) Then we go into vote eight, and uh, Gabby picks Jason. Jason says yes. Then we go into vote nine, Tyler. Tyler says yes for Rachel. So we keep going down the list. Got Tyler, and then we've got Mario. Mario says yes for Gabby. Eleven, Ethan. Ethan says yes. And then 12, Kirk, she says yes for Gabby. And then uh, we go into 13, Jordan Y. She says yes, or uh, Jordan says yes for Rachel. And then we go into the next one, which is Quincy. Quincy says yes. And then this is the interesting part here. We get into Meatball. (laughs) Rachel picks Meatball. What do you think Meatball says? If I had, like, if I had to set the odds, sportsbook odds, I would have said minus 750, Meatball <laughs> says yes, plus, <laughs> plus 500, Meatball says no. Here it is. Meatball says no. Uh, Gabby loses another rose. He says that he, he's here for Gabby. He wants Gabby, not Rachel. That's 
Can you believe that? Baffled. And here's the thing about it is if these, there's no money at the end of the show. The the prize in theory, besides being a national television and a lot of these guys like basically make a career out of, you know, have been been on the show is Mm -hmm. like you, you want love. So I understand, but I'm also like some of these guys have to think if I'm, I have a rose here. I don't really know for sure. I haven't really got a ton of time with either. So unless you came into this knowing, all right, I am here for Gabby. Rachel gives me a rose. I'm going to try to, I'm going to say no politely. Thanks so much. I'm still here for Gabby. You, I just would have thought if you were even borderline, I would have just been been like, all right, awesome. We're, we're going to ride the Rachel train. I feel like we're still like we're only on episode three. So how much do you know of either Rachel or Gabby? If you're part of a, if you're if you're a bachelor in this crew, who knows? You have a couple episodes left before you know it starts getting crazy. So, and you got to get to know these people more. I mean, I feel like it's more or less like physical, like you know she's cute so i'm gonna pick her more than like the brain power and i think that if if for me if i was in this crew if i was a bachelor which you know i probably wouldn't be but um i feel like if somebody says yes to me and picks me i'm just gonna say yes because i want to let it ride and see i might have an attraction towards this person not only physically but I might also have something, you know, mentally, like mental, physical. So you don't know. I mean, it's still really early, in my opinion. Yeah. I, so that, sh- and especially Meatball, who didn't get a lot of time, that really shook me. <laughs> I think that's going to be the moment that shocked me the most. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel it? like Meatball's right decision would have been to say yes. Absolutely. But he so, so, yeah. Then the um the the first final rose goes to Michael, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember anything of Michael from this season. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> it was like that with Ethan, and uh, I'm like, and jo- other Jordan. I'm like, oh okay, um. And then the final rose goes to Hayden, right? Yeah. That's correct. I, I didn't think that Hayden was going to get a rose. I had Hayden in, like, my top four, uh, like, week one, I believe. Mm-hmm. But just I thought he was kind of done after the ref around the edges comment to Gabby, and he yeah. gets saved. Yeah, I, you know, I think it was getting towards like the the last couple of roses, and she had to pick. I don't know how long he's going to last. If he's going to go another couple of weeks, I don't know. I, I feel like he might be cut next week. That's my opinion. I could be wrong on that, but who knows? Yeah, and he's on the Rachel. You know, he's in uh, on the Rachel train now. So, I mean, I it's you know he can recover here. So, I mean, they may have a conversation. He can, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, say whatever, and then they'll move on. So, mm-hmm. definitely. So, yeah, this, um, yes, you were, you were saying, Pat, sorry. Sorry. So, um, 
at the end, I don't know if you guys caught this, but during the credits, you see um, a video of Meatball walking back and forth. And he goes up to Rachel afterwards and says, hey, I feel like I made a mistake, basically. Um, I feel attracted towards you. Um, can we try this over again? And then basically it cuts out. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen towards the end. If, if Meatball is going to come back, you know, I kind of feel like this will be kind of interesting, especially with Meatball trying to get back into the running. Um, obviously he said no to Rachel and after the fact, you know, during the credits he comes back on and says, Hey, I want another chance. Can you give me that chance? and we don't know what happens from there so we'll pick it up next week we'll find out next week um it's... why why do they do this to us frank why i told it just the show it's just gonna i'm gonna think about it the whole rest of the week um and just to kind of like wrap up um who i thought won the week was zach uh would you agree with that I agree, definitely. That date was amazing. I think he did everything correct. And I, I feel that chemistry between the two was impeccable. Impeccable. It was incredible. Um, I had runner-up Nate. Um, I thought mm -hmm. Nate had a strong week as well for not having a date. Um, who, was the, who was the Eric uh, who went on the date with uh, Gabby, right? I thought they uh, he had another strong performance. Uh, who lost the week? I think I think Jacob lost the week. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I think we're on the same path here. I mean, yeah, definitely. I I hate to say, it, but I I think you could say Meatball, but I think Jacob had a worse performance this week. But Meatball, mm -hmm. I mean, America's guy. It was I, I, I'm not going to lie. I'd like to see Meatball come back, but I don't know if that's going to happen or not. I'm going to be honest, though. If we could... I'm sorry. I, I don't know why I'm doing this to myself, but if Jordan V could somehow... Like, Rachel's just like, I just want to give Jordan another chance. Mm -hmm. I, I'm fine if Meatball goes so Jordan V can come back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I... <laughs> I think that would be amazing. And, you know, things like that have happened in the past where people come back after getting kicked off. So who knows right. what can happen? I mean, anything's possible. So my, and just to finish up, my season defying moment was Zach and Rachel's date because why did, um, and I'll uh, do this on the, these episodes, uh, the next like kind of episodes is season defying for me is, what is going to change the season? Now, most people could say the rose ceremony, but like that's kind of like a format change for me. Like, I think that Zach basically said during this date, I'm here to win it. I'm here for Rachel. We have so much in common. And I think he jumped to the front of the line. And I think there's a chance that he'll have a ring in his pocket at the end of the season. And I, I, I think during that date, the one thing that sticks out to me is the fact that both Rachel and Zach with their dad went to the airport and would watch planes fly. I mean, how, like, how amazing is that? Like, I mean, they're meant to be, in my opinion, as of right now, they're meant to be. 
and that's what I that was one of the moments that I thought it was the mom the the mom's video to Zach and him telling that story was yeah. it was it it was game over and mm-hmm. Tino and uh oh who who's the guy is it Jason the guy from New Jersey that I think is mm-hmm. a um is a real contender like mm-hmm. it's in Avon as well it's it's crazy I I don't I get, like I just can't wait to see kind of when we get down like I want this journey to continue I I can't get enough of the bachelor season but mm-hmm. I just think we're starting to see a separation of from the pack of these are the guys that are really going to be here at the end so mm-hmm. and then once we kind of can put these guys in a pressure cooker where it's just they're getting all of this time Mm-hmm. I'm really interested to see how that dynamic works. And and obviously things will change with people and like the bachelors getting to know either Gabby or Rachel. Um, I, I, I feel like once we get to know these people more, it just, it opens up a lot and who knows what will happen with these guys. You know, I mean, Gabby might have someone that we don't even think will be a good, um, partner for her but might just pop out something might happen to where it's it just becomes inevitable that they might get together you know who knows i mean the show is one of those things that's a um it, it it's amazing because there's so much stuff that can happen and i'm excited to see where it goes from here i am excited as well and i cannot wait till next week unfortunately though Somebody is going to be soaking up the sun. He's going to tell everyone to lighten up. He's going to tell them that I've got no one to blame. For every time I feel lame, I'm looking up. He's going to soak up the sun. (laughs) Cheryl Crow's number one super fan, Pat, is going to be on vacay next week. So that means when Pat's away, I got to get someone else to fill in. And you know who, I mean, just a natural fit. Also, a, a Midwesterner, Brandon, also known as Banana Bread Brandon, will be on Batch Talk with the Broskies. I cannot Ooh. wait. I can't wait to hear it. I'm excited. I mean, I'll be basking in the sun. I'll be listening to you guys. I'll be, uh, be excited to hear this this episode, this next week's episode. And I'm rooting for you guys. <laughs> Pat will be missed, um, and but I'm definitely excited to see um, or to, to hear Banana Bread Brandon's uh, thoughts um, on yeah. this season of The Bachelor. So, all right, uh, that was just what a third episode. A uh, lot of lot of stuff to just uh, to think about from that episode. Um, yeah. Pat, I, I mean. Thank you for being on this journey with me. Um, of course. And uh, we'll we'll pick up in uh, week five, um, maybe. Yep. So, yep. Um, yep. yeah, it, w- it was a lot. Uh, Pat, do you have any closing thoughts? Um, all I have to say is, um, like I said, I've said this in the past. I still say it. This, this season's going to be amazing. Things are going to happen. We'll just have to watch and find out what happens. It's going to be drama-filled. I'm excited. 
I'm excited as well. All right, that was the third episode of Batch Talk with the Broskies. I will talk to you next week.